0: Hey, what's going on? It's Quinn Furness, Quinn David Furness. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Welcome <laughs> to my show. Quinn David Furness presents the Beantown Podcast for Sunday, January 24th, right? Who knows? January is, you know, we, everyone talks about, um, you know, the days between Christmas and New Year's Eve running together. And not knowing what day of the week it is, not knowing what the the date on the calendar says, which I agree and I understand. But I kind of feel that way with January, too, because it's just like, put your head down, keep your head down, and come back out when it's warm. Honestly, it's kind of how I feel. So, um, what is happening? My name is Quinn, and this is my show. And this game uh, that I'm watching, it's championship weekend in the NFL, I'm watching the Packers get absolutely slammed at halftime, and it's very refreshing. Um, but you know, with with the, uh, uh, the Packers and, and the refs, the Green Bay Cheeseheads are never quite out of a game. So that's what's going on. We uh, have a, a very brief, but hopefully exciting show for you today. Um, We are going to be kind of recapping the week and talking through a little recipe action. Did a cooking class uh, with Rachel last night, and uh, it was awesome. It was a lot of fun. We're coming up on our one-year anniversary here, so it was a fun little thing to do. And then uh, we'll announce, uh, like, I'll just say this now, you know, the the Pledge Drive fundraiser. February is Pledge Drive month, um, and so... This is our second to last show of January in here in year four. And we haven't uh, officially decided, but looking at the calendar here, I think we're going to shoot for the um, Saturday the 20th for the Pledge Drive fundraiser. How does that sound? We will be out of town the weekend before um, for Valentine's Day. But then the weekend after that um, is all, all clear. So I think we're going to shoot for Saturday the 20th. For our fourth annual Pledge Drive fundraiser, and we'll have more info and details on that for you coming up here. So that's in what four weeks, something like that. Um, listener discretion is advised when you're listening to the Bean Town Podcast. Number one, we'll occasionally use some language. Number two, this podcast is objectively terrible. Although I'm gonna, we're gonna plow right ahead here. We're gonna go fast. We're gonna go quick. Um, I had asked actually this morning, I asked Rachel, hey, you know, you want to come on the show today, talk about our cooking class from last night. And uh, next thing I know, she has left uh, not only my apartment, but the city. She has gone to the suburbs. That's how far away she wanted to be from the show. (laughs) That is what true love is all about. Am I right? I am munching, not on the air because that would be rude. But uh, previous to this, I got to stop because these things are way too addicting. And definitely not good for me. Uh, off-brand vanilla wafers. Good stuff. Um, the Always Save brand. They're like a $1.99 for a jumbo box. Not that, like, you know how, like, the name brand boxes, cereal and crackers and cookies, they go super, they'll, they'll keep the same height on their box, but they go super thin. And so you're really not getting a ton of volume, right? Volume. 3D. Base times length times height. Base Base times width times height. You're not fooling me, okay, by just having a big height. You got to have a good width, too. Width, W-I-D-T-H. A lot of name brand companies have whiffed on the width, if you will, but not me. Not always save, at least. Um, And on the side, oh, I love this. The box says natural and artificial flavors. I appreciate that. Okay, they're not trying to hide anything. They're not saying natural flavors, but you know, asbestosine and and malustine and um, hordial fluorocarbons and stuff. You know, your HGHS. Um, they're they're saying, hey, we've got natural vanilla and we've got a whole lot more artificial vanilla as well. But on the side of this box, there is a caramel apple pie dip. Let's see, it's, we've, we've got the one one box of Always Save vanilla instant pudding mix. Instant pudding—that's good stuff. Uh, half a cup of Always Save milk. You gotta love this this uh, brand uh, promotion here. I think that's vertical integration. I don't know. Uh, an eight ounce container of Always Save whipped. Topping thawed, boy. Everything on here is always save except for the last two ingredients. Anyways, you got apple pie filling, chocolate flavored chips, chocolate flavored chips. Is that just chocolate chips, or is that like a potato chip that's chocolate flavored? Someone should look into that. One box of always save vanilla wafers, two fresh apples. They use Granny Smith, and then two to three tablespoons of caramel apple uh, caramel syrup or sauce. And then you basically just mix it all together. Anyways, that's what's going on with these, uh, this box of vanilla. Always save naturally and artificially flavored vanilla wafer cookies. Uh, welcome to year four of the Beantown Podcast. Today's episode, Quinn reads you the side of a vanilla wafers cookie box. Never thought it would be that entertaining. Um, I'm reminded we watched, uh, we watched UHF. The Weird Al 1989 film last night with Michael Richards, Fran Drescher, <clears throat> um, whatever that guy's name is, who plays RJ Fletcher, and um, I feel like he's he's got a, a famous name. Anyways, um, I was reminded there's a scene where Michael Richards is is doing you know Stanley Spadowski's clubhouse, and he pulls he gets the free toy from the cereal box, and wasn't that such a treat? As a kid, especially when you didn't know what the toy was going to be inside, you know, one time, I think I have this in my, like, pertinent things box in my my bedroom. My pertinent things box. It's a new label. It's got, like, um, my birth certificate, my social, um, like, $50 or something. I don't know. Yada, yada, yada. And some weird keepsakes, which one of them is from a cereal box when I was, like, I don't know, we could go back and look at his his career, or he's still playing, So, but we could see when his, you know, like, rookie year was. Dwight Howard um, originally came up with the Orlando Magic, and he won Defensive Player of the Year, what, three years in a row? I mean, he was just, that guy was unstoppable. Um, but this, you know, this must have been like 2007, 2008 or something, I don't know, when, when was... Let's see. Let Maybe Siri can do it. Hey, Siri, when was Dwight Howard's rookie year? Dwight Howard's rookie season was 2004. Isn't that crazy? He's still around. Dwight Howard is still playing. I don't recall who he plays for. I know he played for the Lakers last year. I think he's on someone else this year. Um Dwight Howard's rookie year 17 years ago, believe it or not. So, this, you know, this was like 2005, 2006 or something. It's uh, To get to the story uh, or the point of the story, it's a uh, Dwight Howard pedometer. It's a very, like, cheap little plastic thing with just like a plastic sticker kind of overlaid on the back of it. But it's Dwight Howard on the Orlando Magic. He's, what, number 12, I think. Um, this guy's got a huge wingspan. He is a large individual. And I used to... Uh, Keep it in the car, the back of the family van and like the the cup holder um, in the, you know, the seven seater. And I would just, I never use it as a pedometer. I've never worn it while walking. I would just shake it. And I think uh, some select family members, (laughs) if not all, would get a little perturbed by the shaking because it makes a particular noise. My plan was to get to 99,999 steps. And then uh stop. But I think it like reset somehow accidentally before I got there. I don't know. It's it's like when you I've been watching a lot of Pokemon streaming lately and um sometimes I think about playing a little bit and I wouldn't be um I wouldn't be playing with the actual cartridge. Those are at my parents' house along with the Game Boys. But you know you know that Game Boy games have like internal batteries that die after X amount of time. Um yeah, it it's it's not a one way street. You don't just have to have a working Game Boy with batteries. The um cartridges die as well. It's not like a you know like a, a CD ROM or something where your console um can just like read it. it's a it's a give and a take situation. But I, I have played some Pokemon um Actually, as recent as, like, July or August, I played Pokemon Gold, I think it was, on an emulator, uh, just on my laptop, and I, I don't think I ever actually finished my game. I think I got close, but, the, you know, and I, I've i learned a lot about Pokemon, in particular the first two generations, just in the last couple months, just from watching um a a YouTuber who I like to follow, and he's been doing some Twitch streaming as well lately. And I've just been learning so much um, about kind of the the techniques, the technical aspect of the game, but also about the, um, you know, just like strategies, how to do things quickly, more efficiently. Because the internet has changed all of that. You know, when, when I was playing Pokemon growing up, you know, very late 90s into very early 2000s, You know, I knew the game pretty well, Gen 1 in particular, and Gen 2 until, and not to throw people under the bus, but this is one that I haven't really forgiven uh, my brothers for, and I don't really know why I ever would or should forgive them, because this is just like the ultimate dick move. They took my Pokemon Gold, which was my game, I bought it, with my money, it was like 40 bucks at Toys R Us, you know, 2002 or whatever year that game came out and um they just hid it and never revealed the location of it to me and then you know 6 years ago whatever my parents moved and the childhood house has you know obviously different owners so I never get my pokemon gold game back um but uh I I I know you know just from playing it hour after hour I know the first two generations well but you know, without the internet, there are still so many things about the game, uh, both behind the scenes things as well as more readily apparent things that are programmed in that you don't even know about um, that can really alter how you play the game, how quickly you can defeat the game, uh, strategies, et cetera. I think the biggest thing for me, last thing I'll say before we, we get to our ads and then um, you know, talk about this, this cooking classroom yesterday is I always felt it was like imperative um, growing up playing Pokemon, not imperative, but it was just like you had to do this or this was the best way to go about it, to have a full party of Pokemon, six Pokemon with, you know, different types, different strengths and weaknesses to complement each other, which sounds good in theory, but you realize like if you were to just have you know I watch this you know these these streamers online and they do solo runs where they only use one Pokemon um more or less throughout an entire game, and they're able to beat it you know in three hours or something like that um you know I think about like what if I just had <laughs> three Pokemon as long as they have complementary move sets um and you know that's the other thing about the more you learn the game, you know which trainers to beat. Um, so, you know, like which types you have to have to have and then which Pokemon are like a waste of time, etc. yada, yada, yada. I would do things a lot differently now if I was playing. So I don't know. I might, uh, I'm gonna pull out an it might pull out an emulator, um, in the, you know, next couple weeks here. We'll see. Um, I wish I could just like play, I, you know, since I have a PlayStation three now, I wish I could just straight up play, um, like for one of the first three gens of Pokemon just like on the PlayStation rather than having to do it on the laptop but uh first world problems there uh let's read our ads and then I I promise you at the top of the show I was going to keep this show brief because I the second half of this Packers game is starting right now it's 3:45 on uh Sunday afternoon <laughs> excuse me Sunday the 24th I'm sipping as I Typically happen lately. Thanks to Rachel for the great uh, SodaStream Christmas gift. Carbonated water with an ice cube and lemon juice. It is delicious. I, I could never, like, I'm choosing this over a beer. Um, because I just, like, it's a lot more refreshing to me. And I have both a porter and an IPA in the fridge and my can of Old Style and a can of Homebrew. Um, and I was just like, you know what, just give me, give me the, uh, the lemon water, bubbly lemon water. You know, I used to think people who bought like the 12 pack cans of, you know, bubbly or any, any sort of like carbonated water brand. I used to think those people were crazy. Now I get it, but now I'm like, Hey, soda stream. I'm not big on like physical gifts and gadgets, etc. But I mean, this thing is so awesome. Just like taking a little can of um, CO2, infusing it into your water. I can never go back to regular water again, except I normally do because the carbonated water is kind of a once in a while treat. But anyways, uh, let's hear from our our sponsors. Then we'll talk about this cooking class from last night. And then, um, and then I'm going to watch the second half of this football game. Um, Are you, uh, uh, let's see, Home Pride Oregon, are you tired of selling your house for less than a quarter of what it's worth, all because you couldn't find a reliable home inspector in time? Well, Oregon listeners, i got good news for you. Home Pride Inspection Services in Bend, Oregon is Central Oregon's hottest new home inspection provider with inspection services, including things like heating and cooling, roofing, plumbing, and so much more. Home Pride Oregon is both contractor certified and home inspection certified, so you know you're getting the good stuff. If you're tired of big real estate's bl- 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 hold on the home inspection market and you want a safe, certified home inspector that you can trust, call him up, check your phone book, or just listen right now. His name is Steve. He's my dad, and you can call him at 541-410-0316, or uh, you can visit homeprideoregon.com. Again, Five four one four one zero zero three one six, or just visit homeprideoregon dot com. Home Oregon Inspection Perfection. I want to give a shout out to the Samson Q two U series. Now in our fourth year of the Bean Tom Podcast, Quinn—that's me—has never sounded better. It's got crisp, clean, and clear audio quality. Holy cow! What a play by the Bucks! Whoa, mama! It was a. Uh, it was third down, the start of the second half, Packers' first drive. Third down, they've got, it uh, looks like Aaron Jones perhaps. I'm still watching, haven't seen a replay, still on the live feed. Running like a, a crossing route, wide open. Yeah, yeah, Aaron Jones, he catches it, takes like five steps, and then just gets plopped by number 33 on the Bucks. Loses the ball, his second fumble of the game, if, uh, if, if you're scoring at home. It's a catch. It's a football move, puts it in his arm. Just awful ball security. It was one of those plays where you just got a running back in the middle of the field. He's just got to make a man miss. And he just, he didn't even try to make a miss. He just took the hit and just fumbled the ball away. That was a really awful play. Bucks have it, they're up by 11, but they have it first and goal. Yikes. Uh, you know, I, I, it's weird for me to be like, go Bucks. Because I, historically, am not a huge Brady fan, um, and I really don't like Antonio Brown, although he's not playing this game, um, in this game. But I'm just like, you know what? I can't sit here and be like, yeah, I'd love to see the Packers go to the Super Bowl. No. Like, if I'm going to suffer as a Vikings fan, all of us, okay, in this general vicinity, Chicago, Detroit... Green Bay, we are all suffering, okay? So as much as it pains me to root for Tom Brady, no. Pack. You're you can lose another championship game. That'd be pretty fun. I think I think if Rodgers loses today, he's what 1 in 4 in championship games now. Is that right? Someone check. Oh, with all that being said, uh, from Genesis to Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, all the way to Jude and Revelation, when God speaks, He uses a Samson. Uh, cuts by Q. Bob and Weave. We all know the hairstyle, and we all love it. But how many Chicago-based independent barbers can actually give it to you the way you deserve? Enter Cuts by Q. It's a little like Ender Sandman, only different. Cuts by Q has been independently owned and operated since 1995, and it's probably one of the better barbershops uh, serving Chicago County, Northwest Indiana, and the greater Chicagoland area. From beehives to banks, fohawks to flat tops and everything in between, you have to call Cuts by Q at 815-298-7200 or you can email Cuts by Q at yahoo.com again. That's Cuts by Q at yahoo.com. Okay, sing it with us warm your your vocal cords up and we're starting up here oh when you need a fresh do something snappy and new just call the experts at cuts by Q I got a question for you they got the pizza hut stuffed crust commercial on the television how do you think they do that is it like a does the whole crust like come made like that? And they like infuse uh, like a pocket of crust with a cheese sauce or something, or is it like a separate ring that they actually build and then stick it to just like a regular pizza crust? I don't know. If uh, if anyone, any of our listeners, ooh, touchdown, Cameron Brait. Uh, touchdown for the Buccaneers. It's about to be twenty eight to ten. Ouch. Packers getting embarrassed. Getting pantsed Moss style in Lambo. Not good. Um, but very refreshing, frankly. Um, if anyone knows about this stuffed crust, let us know. Boy, they just their defense has just been trash. They're finally getting exposed. It took nineteen week eighteen weeks, what? 19 weeks NFL season, but their defense is finally getting exposed. Um, just as it did last time, they played Tampa Bay. They lost, what, 38-10? to 10? Yeah, that was ugly. I mean, we're 10 points away from this being 38-10 to 10 now. It's 28-10 right now. Um, last but not least, uh, as a reminder, in the month of January, fans of the show can go get 20% off their first Everlasting Comfort bath pillow um by using code q.queend at checkout again 20 percent off the code is q.queend you go google everlasting bath pillow pick it out you're never going to want to shower again everlasting bath pillow it's our january sponsor um so thanks to those guys for uh being part of the program today uh last night um rachel had signed us up um previous to last night but it, it occurred last night rachel signed us up for a fun cooking class uh, done by a um, higher-end Italian restaurant, or Ristorante, R-I-S-T-O-R-A-N-T-E, downtown Chicago. Kind of like, I was going to say kind of like Cortino. Not really. Cortino is like small plates. Um, This is just like regular plates. Um, A fun kind of cooking class with three um, menu items, if you will, a salad, a bread and a, uh, a pasta. So we had, um, we made it all from scratch. Not actually. Uh, <laughs> we did our best though. We made lasagna with cheese bread and a very kind of fresh and light chopped salad. So the, uh, the salad was, was good, it was um, just kind of regular lettuce, if you will pretty regular lettuce, um, and then I chopped um, into, they, they called them coins. I'd never heard this term before. It makes sense, um, but I never really thought to chop my veggies this way. I, I chopped into coins um, asparagus, so just like very thin little slices, and um, I'd never chopped asparagus before you always just eat it whole or into like smaller bits but these were coins and uh broccolini into coins as well i never worked with broccolini before it was a new um, vegetable for me and poblano peppers which i never worked with poblano peppers before lots lots of new experiences and then uh we had some uh what else do we have in there I think that was all the chopping i had to do there were pistachios which were pre-chopped pre-shelled and pre-chopped very generous and some uh pepperoncini which is all uh pepperoncini which was also pre-chopped and some whole green olives which they said to chop but i just left them in there rachel is not a fan of green olives but i think she ate two last night making big strides and then some uh, red wine vinegar some parmesan on top Very delicious. I'm realizing I need to keep red wine vinegar in the house at all times. Because honestly, if you make a salad and you toss some of that stuff in there with a little Parmesan on top, it really doesn't matter what your salad consists of. Because if you got that red wine vinegar, man, that's all you need. Um, Effing delicious salad. The bread was uh, focaccia, which I had not had in a long time. My mom used to make focaccia growing up; um, always super tasty. This was um, two like strips, um, kind of long and narrow focaccia strips that they had. They they wanted us. St- I cut it before. I, I rushed ahead, so I just kind of cut them in half. We had kind of like big squares, like Detroit style pizza. Um, They want us to cut them into triangles and do some plating shit, whatever. It's bread, okay? We had it. Um, But basically, you spread this like garlic butter, which they gave to us on top of that, and then on top of that, you uh, layer with mozzarella cheese. Mozzarella. M-O-Z-Z-A-R-E-L-L-A. Mozzarella. Ooh, backers are trying to make it interesting. Um, and then you toasted that and then eventually put it on the broiler. Super good as you'd expect, right? It's bread and butter and cheese. It's kind of hard to mess up. And then the lasagna was very simple. We originally were thinking we might have to make our own lasagna sheets, which is something that's like, we are, we, we are capable of doing it, but there's just a lot of parts that you can mess up and it would just take a really long time. So I'm glad we did not have to do it. Um, also, I'm not sure if we could do it because they don't have any sort of, like, pasta machine or anything. I've never made bread or pasta before. I'm not really a, not really a chef. Um, the, it, you know, it's, it's lasagna, right? So you uh, you, you put down, they, they give us a little, like, tins, and then you put down a little um, marinara if you're cooking at home. Feel free to put me down at half speed if I'm going too fast and then you got your lasagna sheet and then uh a nice bolognese sauce that had meat in it and a little bit of uh marinara and then some cheese. I think we were there was like this what was it like fontana cheese spread or something. I don't know. They had us put it in Ziploc bags and like you're making, you know, frosting for Christmas cookies and you snipped a little corner and you squeeze it out like a pastry bag, I think is what it is. Pretty pretty high tech. Um and then you just, you know, you do, like, four layers of that, as you'd expect. And then you bake it. And at the very end, um, they gave us some burrata, which is kind of, like, fresh, um, you know, not grated mozzarella. So you just have, like, the little the balls and, like, the, the water, I assume it is. Um, and you pull that out and just, like, pull it apart and put it on top. Super tasty. Super naughty. Very delicious. And I will say... As amazing as it was, I think all the cheese, my stomach took a very long time to get right. I mean, until like 11 a.m. noon today, and we ate at like 7 p.m. last night, uh, my stomach was not right. It was a very long night um, of just like not feeling good. But um, we made it to to today, and I realized I got to stop eating these vanilla wafers because... They're not good for me, and they definitely um, are not going to help my tongue. Anyways, it was a delicious meal. It was something fun we can do, um, you know, while we're still kind of stuck inside a little bit. But the light is as at the end of the tunnel, right? Not only for, for quarantine and COVID and stuff, and I have um, mixed feelings overall about, like, returning to... "Quote normal life," which we could get into in a whole other episode of the Beantown podcast, but also with you know the weather—we're in middle, uh, not even middle—we're in late January. We have one week left of January, and then February is four weeks. Touchdown Packers, uh, who is that? Tanyan, the uh, kid from Indiana State. Um, <clears throat> you know February sucks, right? It's cold, but we have at least—I I have never celebra- sa- celebrated. I have never celebrated Valentine's Day with a partner before. Um, We're going away to Michigan uh, for the weekend. And I've also, we have our anniversary coming up in like four weeks basically here. Uh, I have also never celebrated an anniversary. This relationship is uh, uh, my longest ever relationship, which is exciting. So something to look forward to. And then all of a sudden it's March. And you still get crazy up and down weather in Chicago. But at least it's like you have St. Paddy's Day and my birthday. And you'll have some bad days. And You also have some days where it's like 65. You know, not consistently, but it will happen. And I can run shirtless. Only two months away from a shirtless run. Which is hard to believe right now because every time I go out, it's like hat and gloves. And sometimes the underarm are like spandex looking forward to it okay uh that's what i got for you a lot of rambling today but i i, I apologize for that oh man the new kong vs godzilla trailer is out whoa um oh is that a space jam trailer too i'll see if that's out i missed that anyways um thanks everyone for listening thanks for uh putting up with uh the pokemon you know what i really want to see is the little things I know it's being hyped up, and I'm a little concerned that it's being overhyped, but um, Denzel, Leto, and Malik, I mean, that's got to be good, right? Um, Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, Again, Pledge Drive uh, month starts in about a week here. We'll get our GoFundMe set up um, coming up here. I'm going to be doing a lot more with charity this year, which is exciting. And then uh, the actual telethon will be, I think it's in four weeks from today is what we decided. And uh yeah, that's what we got. So pretty low key, that's kind of January, right? We just gotta put our heads down. We just gotta make it. We're getting there. It's the twenty-fourth, it's a grind, I get it. Keep uh sleeping as much as you can, drink a lot of coffee, and I'll I'll say this, my last my parting thought. Yesterday it was super sunny in Chicago. I had to work till like one thirty PM, which was a total bummer, but then I got out and ran a half marathon after that. I enjoyed the sunlight, it was great. Even though it was cold and windy, right, you're still, like, sun is cool. I woke up this morning, and if you're not in Chicago, there's going to be a big snowstorm um, tomorrow into Tuesday. And I was, like, <laughs> I, I, was, I was telling Rachel this morning, I was, like, we might never see the sun or we might not see the sun until, like, Tuesday afternoon. And she was, like, maybe. And I looked at my weather app, and it's, like, a maybe, a, a maybe chance of sun on Friday everything else 10 days clouds or snow so yeah don't uh this this nice gray hue this gray tint that we have going on outside i anticipate that being the norm uh until until at least groundhog day okay and my pet one of my pet peeves anyone who calls it groundhog's day which is just a really, really little thing. There's something about that extra S, though, that's just like, mm, not my thing. Groundhog Day. Okay. Um, thanks, everyone, for listening. We are going to cue up some of our outro music here. Let's watch the rest of this football game and go uh, Bucks. And more importantly, go Buffalo Bills. I know I didn't say anything about it um, on the show, and they're playing tonight, but the, I'm rooting for the AFC um, no matter what. If it is Bills, uh, excuse me, if it is Chiefs versus Bucks. I I will root for the Chiefs just because I think they're fun, they're great. The only player on their team I really don't care for is Tyreek Hill. Um for his legal issues. Otherwise it's like, you know what, they they are great, okay? So let's let's just embrace the greatness. Um as long as the pack lose, really I'm okay. So that's what we're going for. Uh thanks everyone for tuning in. Stay safe. Stay sane. And I'm going to check in on, mm, I I got close. I'm going to check in on you next time. Bye. (laughs)